Another day, another FPL pod. Jack, how you doing? Josh, I'm really good, thank you. Yeah, really good. Once again, we're recording mid-game week, mid-big doubler, so we're exactly halfway through, aren't we? Uh, the double, how are you doing? Good, yeah. I mean, the, the fixture spread in recent weeks, How there is no way not to record mid-game week, is there? It's just, yeah. it's just everywhere. Um, but yeah, good. Good to be recording in the day. You can see the sunlight in the background. You know, it's just uh, the middle of the day. Fresh yeah. minds. Let us know, listeners, if we're any different to normal. <laughs> we might be different in the day, in the lunchtime day. Um, yeah, way worse. Way worse. Much, much worse. <laughs> much worse. Bit groggy for a morning of work. Um, yeah, but no, no, it's good. We, yeah, we're doing you. We're we're sticking by you, listeners. We're squeezing this in. Squeezing this in the schedule. So you've got a full week to consume it. Um, and yeah, hopefully we'll have some good tips for you. Some good tips and tricks. That's the plan. Yeah. So what's on the schedule, Josh? What are we talking about? Back to a more simple layout now that 36 is, you know, will be done by the time you're picking your team, the Mama 36. So we're going to look back at 36 where we are so far. So we are recording on Tuesday, Liverpool games tonight. So still a few fixtures to come. Yeah. Um, but, you know, 37 is coming thick and fast, so we need to get this out. Um, then we're going to look at 37, and it is a double again. There's always something to consider this season. Um, so we're going to go through the doublers, you know, best assets, what to consider with the fixture congestion, and then just talk about our plans to finish up. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. Um, yeah, short and snappy, breezy. I like it. Breezy. Uh, so we're exactly halfway, Josh, through... Game week 36. How are you getting on? How are you getting on with this big yeah, game week? Not too bad. I'm on 51 points. So a green hour currently. Um, I'm kind of kicking around the 275,000 overall rank mark, um, which is, you know, it's it's a green hour. So I'll take that. Decent. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, my one change for this week is was Richarlison in for nice. Werner. So that's, you know, that's not too bad. I'm not displeased with that. Um, but yeah, kind of Edison, Cancelo getting decent points for me so far. Foden as well with a six-pointer. Coming off the bench and doing bits. Love you, Foden. Um, Watkins, you know, with the five points. Richardson mentioned already with the five points. Salah Blankin. Hey, um, and then, mm. yeah, just bench boost as well. So Foster's come in with a four points for me off the bench and then just kind of other blanks on the bench as well. But um, yeah, it's so hard to gauge where you are because you're right, there's so many more games to come. So it can turn. Um, but so far, you know, not, not, not too bad, Jack. Not too bad. Very good, yeah. I feel like before that City game, quite a few people were looking a bit ropey, weren't they? But then oh, the yeah. likes of then, yeah, I mean, there's quite a few Laporte owners. He obviously smashed it. Cancelo, everyone's got nine points. But yeah, yourself with Edison and Foden. When Foden came on, I was happy, you know, one point are guaranteed. And then they just uh, do what they do. They win so many games, 5-0 and 4-0, don't they? Just Teams just give up, don't they, against them? Yeah, and, I mean, uh, as, the, as a Liverpool fan, that goal difference good. has gone out the window. And mm. I was looking at the stats ahead of our, you know... Um, us chatting today and the goals scored in the last kind of six seven game weeks and it's just City are just dominant um, they are they choke hold the teams don't they once yeah. they get like two goals up they just unless they're, Real, unless they're playing Real Madrid 
but they uh but yeah they do um so yeah but yeah but yeah like you say it's very much okay nothing too amazing in that first half pretty kind of average single game week that first half i would say uh kind of yeah a lot of people on 40 50 points so we'll come down to this second batch of fixtures yeah i guess we'll talk about the Salah captaincy later but he's really not really not on form is he i saw a saw a um a graphic yesterday that showed his pre-AFCON and post-AFCON form and returns, and it's just night and day with Salah. So I think that that understandably took a bit out of him, that AFCON debacle. Yeah, yeah, I just could be an issue, but I think he's just not on form. Like His decision-making is poor at the moment. Mm. That's evident. He is getting into goal-scoring opportunities. His XG is still decent. But the returns aren't there at the moment. Um, I think he just wants that golden boot and he's making poor decisions. Uh, he Maybe sees his head. breathing down his neck as well. But um, but yeah, we'll talk about that. We haven't gone even done your team, Jack, yet. So tell yeah, me how you're doing. Sure thing, yeah. Yeah, similar to you, really, man. 56 points. Um, most of mine came before that City game because I've only got Cancelo. So I was really happy before that game. Um, but only really because of Nketiah, I suppose, with the 13-pointer. I mean, when those two goals went in initially, it was like, I'm going, I'm really going to eat here. But then they obviously didn't do anything after that. Uh, but yeah, it was it was going all right. Again, like you, Salah captaincy, which I'm, I'm regretting now, really. Um, but we kind of reasoned, didn't we, in the last pod, that the ben- being able to bench boost is kind of differential enough. Um, gives you enough of an edge that you don't have to risk with the captain. So I'm not, yeah, I'm kind of like not too remorseful over that. We'll see how he does against Villa tonight. But um, the big disappointment was the Chelsea defence, Alonso and James with a point each. And what made that worse was the two defenders that I'd kind of toyed with bringing in. Your tip, Mikolenko getting that goal and Laporte both killing it. And with Alonso and James on one point, I'm sort of like, I, was, I can't remember a time when I've been more consumed by a decision than I was last week. Every single day I was like, do I take James out? Do I take Alonso out? Do I take Robertson out? Do I bring Mikalenko in? Da-da-da. Like it was just back and forth right to the deadline the last hour and I just saw, forget it. Do nothing. Um, yeah, and I should have <laughs> taken that. There's that famous bit of advice that goes, I can't remember who said it. It's probably not even some philosopher. It's probably some like, it's probably like Kobe Bryant or someone. But the saying something like, if you're on a, if you're on a, kind of a knife edge of a decision. Generally speaking, it's always good to make the decision if you're 50-50, like make the change, if you will, rather than keeping it as is. And like, that's just a universal rule. Like if you're, I mean, an opportunity taking a new job or breaking up with your girlfriend or any kind of big decision that you're 50-50 on, the universal rule is make the change, don't hold. So I should have gone with Kobe LeBron James, whoever the hell said that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so I should have done that. So that's a lesson learned. But it's not a bad... I'm st- it's still a red arrow currently. Um, up 28k, so I can't really complain about that. So, but yeah, all hangs in the balance. And wh- what's making it worse is that they're brought in these mini league cup competitions now this year, haven't they? Which are really good, I think. And I'm in the quarterfinal against another guy and he... I think he had Laporte and he caught up with me. So it's like a bench boost against Laporte. Uh, anyway, yeah. So that's that's me. It's it's all to play for, isn't it? Yeah, as you said, there's so much more to come in this game week. So it seems weird, kind of summarising and evaluating now. But um, yeah, 
decent. I, I think a lot of the the big ones that people have touted, the big players, that they, they have done okay. Have done done all right. Like I don't feel terrible about having them for you know, 37, 38. So that's always a positive as well. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, we, yeah. With those two game weeks left, it's it's a different different types of decision needs to be made with just two game weeks left. I think don't they? Rather than you know, it's short term investments now. Um, so that'll be interesting as we as we go into the uh, into thirty seven. So should we talk about thirty seven then? What's going on? Um, so there's doublers, Jack. There's five every doublers. week. Um, Villa, Burnley, Palace, Everton, Leicester. Mm-hmm. So there's a few double doublers in there. Whoever's jumped on that, I know we both kind of tried to get on the Leicester, Everton, and someone. Almost everyone's got a Burnley asset kicking about somewhere. Um, so, you know, good to carry them into this next 37 game week. But what we want to talk about is who are the best assets from those doublers? Because, as you said, short term, that's all you're looking at. You're in 37, you want to probably bring in a doubler, let's be honest, don't you? Um, but that's a question maybe. in itself. Maybe. So, yeah. Should we maybe go the through best each? Doublers? Maybe, maybe just go through each of the five teams. Talk about the fixtures and which assets are good in them. And then after that, maybe say, okay, but what about these single game week assets that we shouldn't ignore? Because if you're on a free hit, the temptation can be, we'll just load fully up with doublers and happy days. But I think with a blank game week like this, where those teams are kind of middling to bad, and there's only five of them, you should keep some heavy hitters from the single game week teams in, shouldn't you? But we'll talk, we'll, let's talk about that after, should we? Yeah. Yeah, um, I like so I know we've obviously got the FA Cup final to contend with as well that we'll talk about and, and how that can impact Liverpool and Chelsea assets. Um, so we'll talk about that after this. So we'll start with my beloved Villa, Josh. They've got Palace and Burnley, both home games. I feel like they're they're one of the better teams to pick from in this week. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, they've got some nice assets at nice prices as well, let alone looking at a team that could do something two home fixtures against palace are decent but you know they're not you know like top six are they for example and burnley are there for points i think they're to be taken points off of uh, from those um villa assets so i feel bad like this on me recommending the villa players jack so who let me kick it back to you because you're the villa fan who's the who are the main men the main men, uh, I think there's a few for once, actually. So I think there's two or three that are really, really good options. If I was free hitting, I'd probably bring, bring three Villa players in. Um, and it would probably be three of these four. It would probably be Cash, Dina, Watkins and Ings. So I'll start, I guess I'll start with them. Why Cash and Dina are both fullbacks, both locked in now. We can say, say Dina's kind of come back from the dead out of nowhere and seems to be seems to be doing well. He did well in the other game. Um, the last couple of games he's done really well in. And Gerard just loves him when he's fit. He'll always play him. And then Matty Cash as well is a lock. He's He scored a goal about two months ago. And since then, he's got the classic bit between his teeth. He keeps shooting kind of Cancelo style, but never scoring. Um, so you never know. Against these teams, he could, he could bang. So I think our defenders, they're both good. And then Watkins and Ings... Gerard seems to be insisting on playing them both if they're both fit now. Uh, I think Ings is the more differential pick if you want to go for him, because a lot of people have Watkins, but they're both really good picks, I think. Um, 
and might even be worth doubling up on. Uh, I'd say Watkins is 100% nailed. Ings seems definitely nailed, but does have injury, random injury niggles now and then. So maybe picking him for a double isn't the best. Um, so it's those four that I think are really good. Obviously, I've missed out the midfielders, which is a real kick in the teeth because Coutinho was a popular pick for the week just gone because he had this double-double, but he got dropped for Buendia um, in the last game. And it'll be interesting if he gets picked tonight because Buendia has been killing it recently off the bench for Coutinho. Uh, he's been doing more than Coutinho has been doing in 15 minutes than Coutinho has been doing in the 75. And he's obviously being rewarded for that now. And when he got the start, he absolutely smashed it, even though it was Norwich. So <clears throat> with those two, it's very difficult to know who is going to play out of them two. Because with Watkins and Ings both starting, it's only going to be one of them. Um, and he may just rotate them. So I view those two as having a single game week now. So I'm probably looking to shift Coutinho out this week, even though he's on paper got the double. So that's my Villa analysis there. Lovely. Yeah, I like it. Defenders like it. Midfield, yeah, reason to be cautious. And my only point on the attack is I've got Watkins, but I really, if I could have my time again, I'd pick Ings, I think. Really? Um, and the more I've looked into it is, yeah, Watkins has been more nailed and that's been the argument to pick him throughout the season. But like you said, maybe it's only a small sample size, but Stevie seems to be playing both of them. And I think Ings has been better when he's been on the pitch. Um, and just bringing it up now. So I know this is over the whole season, so it's hard to pick it apart. But Watkins has got 114 points over the season. Ings has got 100, 100 points. So There's only 14 points between them. But Ings has had a thousand less minutes. It's wild, isn't it? Yeah. So his, his returns have been great. Like points per minute is far greater. Um, so when he's on the pitch, I think he's 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 shown to be a bigger threat. Um, and uh, he's a better take away that Watkins starting thing, then yeah, yeah, he's a better striker than Watkins, no doubt about it. He just is a better finisher, um, and a better, yeah, just a better, better attacker. Better I would say just a great guy, just a really good guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, looking at their XG per 90, it's actually quite similar. And Watkins is actually above him slightly in that. And XG 90 and XA 90, across, again, across the whole season, it's very, very close. So, yeah, I mean, Watkins 10 goals, one assist. Danny Ings, seven goals, six assists. So Ings is playing maybe more of that supplementary role. But I do think if you bear, if one of them is bearing down on goal, you want it to be Ings over Watkins. Um and yeah, I'd probably agree with you on that pick. Ings over Ollie. I probably yeah. would. Yeah, Ollie's been very hot and cold because, like you say, he's played way more minutes and not hasn't really delivered like he did last season, maybe. Um, yeah, they're both good picks is the bottom line. I think they're both good. I think they're both good. There are suddenly there seems to be strikers emerging now that are worth it, whereas a few weeks ago we were saying there's none. But I think there are a couple now. But I don't think doubling up is the worst option if you're on the free hit. Um, yeah sure. yeah so good that's Villa done uh Burnley Josh you I feel like you've had more Burnley assets than me this season you dabbled in the Weghorst experiment you had Ben me on your bench for what felt like two years is are you still gonna keep hold of those Burnley boys or are you done 
they're gone, Jack. They they they're were gone. gone with the with the, the wild, wild card. The wild card. So Thank God. yeah, I think they 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 did that annoying thing where they just did enough to keep you interested. Yeah. Yeah, like so Roberts was the one when I finally got oh, rid of me, God I still had him. Roberts sat in defense and it was like it's it not play, and then you think I'm gonna get him out, and then he like, gets a random start and get a clean sheet. You're like, what the he hell? He got a goal, didn't he? Did he get a goal? He got a crazy random goal at one point, Roberts. And it's just yeah, and, and he suddenly like, it. okay, maybe I will keep him for another few games. And they just kept having doubles, didn't they, Burnley? They just kept yeah. they were the only team that would double for three weeks in a row or something. So yeah. So they yeah. look great there. And and Veggie, I think he he in himself didn't look bad. And in terms of eye test, he wasn't terrible. You know, he was in the mix, he was a threat sometimes, but he had some chances which he was was not putting away. And you think, oh, I know potential points there. But I just think playing for Burnley, he was never gonna get, you know, a no. boatload of chances. So yeah, there were definitely better options elsewhere. But um the one I'm potentially interested in and is well I'm not I'm not interested in, but to recommend I think is is Cornet because you know since the beginning of April in terms of those stats like his his XG isn't terrible. I think he's got two goals, one assist, an XG of 3.12 and an XA of 0.94. So you know, those aren't aren't terrible stats. And you know he's in the top 10 for example of all players since the beginning of April for that. So yeah. Not terrible stats at all. With him, it's just the question of what he, he just seems to get benched randomly, doesn't he? And did you read yeah. that thing about him last week where he supposedly asked to be returned to his parent club and Burnley were like, there is no parent club. Like, you're not on loan. We are your parent club. <laughs> so I don't know if that was true, but it's just, I thought it was quite funny. And more alarmingly, is that an insight into his mindset of, you know, get me out of here? Yeah. Um, but I agree, he's the most talented player they've got by far. By by a long way, I think. Um, so He's a threat. he is, yeah. And I think with there's just with Weghorst, there's they've have got Vidra Barnes played the other day. They've got Rodriguez. I think they've he is prone to rotation as well. Weghorst, I think he hasn't done enough with those runner starts to cement him in, has he? No. So I think yeah, you're right. I, the, the summary of this is there's just no one that. Tasty no. for 37 or 38 for Burnley. No. Um, and two yeah. Spurs and Villa away both games. It's not good fixtures, is it? Uh, so leave Burnley alone. Is that bottom line on them? I think, it? Good. Yeah. Nice and easy. Yeah. Good. Uh, up next, Josh, a team I'm definitely interested in Crystal Palace. How are you feeling about Palace? They've got Villa away and Everton away. So not, so not bad fixtures, not great fixtures. Both away games, but but they're on a bit of form at the minute. What do you think of Palace? Yeah, you know what? I, I was looking forward to talking about Palace actually because I know oh, you were excited about them, um, and I just wanted to see if you could, you know, pull me pull me onto that exciting train, the Crystal Palace train, and see I'm what's going you on. On Palace, well, I yeah, say when, it's when the Palace, Palace train. I say it's the Palace train. It's really the Zaha train, <laughs> I think, because he <laughs> is. I mean, he's killing it lately, isn't he? He's let me just get up his what since situation. in the last six games he's had four goals. You've got it. His XG is 3.52. So he's he's actually better than Corn. We talked about Cornet stats, he's better than Cornet. 3.52 yeah. um XG 0.98 XA. So but those four goals is what you'd want to be looking at from an FPL perspective when you he's returning. Yeah. 
He's brilliant. I think he's he's brilliant. He's on penalties. He's just in that vein of form now, where that he goes to. He is streaky, isn't he? But he's if you can catch him when he's in this form and he's happy, and I think that's where he is now. Then um, he's he's a must have. I'm thinking of getting him a captain him next week. To be fair, I think he's that good. Um, and yeah, yeah, I think he's the best best double game week option really. But they've also got some good other options, I think. I think Klein in defence has really flown under the radar and looks really good. Um, so if you're looking to, if you've got these Alonso and James assets that, that I've got, you know, it's him, him or Dina or Cash, as mentioned, I think are the three best, best doubling defensive options. So just having a look at Klein, I think he got an assist the other day. And they're just really good defensively at the moment. They randomly dropped their goalie, didn't they, Palace, the, in, on the weekend. I don't know what the story is with that. But, um, yeah, Klein, is, Klein has... He's played the last 10 games, 90 minutes, 7-6-7 seven, seven in his last three. And, yeah, he looks, he looks brilliant. Return yeah. from the dead, Klein, Nathaniel Klein. And he's cheap, you know, 4.3. Mm. I mean, I've... When I think Palace defence, I've generally this year I've thought Anderson, um, yeah, but not not really ever thought enough of bringing him in. Just thought you know like oh, if I wanted to go for a Palace defence, I'd probably bring in Anderson. But he's probably because he plays central, he's not going to be as much of a threat. But he always seems to be threatening. So mm-hmm. there's point three between them, so that's another reason to maybe lean towards Klein as a more of an enabler, but. Um, yeah, I think. Interesting. I like him. Yeah, I like I like Klein a lot. Um, the other what their other assets is tricky. They kind of suffer from. There's too many of them. So Edward Ayu and Mateta. I won't mention Benteke, but Edward Ayu, Mateta, Eze, Schlup. You know, there's they're all quite similar, I think, and you just don't know which which of them are going to start. Gallagher's the only other one who he's really cooled off lately in terms of returns. I think. So yeah, has he got? So he hasn't got a return in ten game weeks now. Since twenty, yeah, twenty. Yeah, after his amazing start, but I don't think he's the worst option. Still, he we know what he can do. Um, but Zaha is just so standout above the others because he's nailed. He's on pens. He's on form. I do like them as players, Eduard Mateta, but you just don't. They could easily be on the bench for one of these two games. Is what I would say. Yeah, and Zaha is one of those players that. Um, you want to jump on him when they're on form, aren't they? Like they are streaky, but normally when they hit form, they're just they they take on the world, can't they? Like they're just that good. He does have the talent. It's just whether his mind mindset is the right place. And he'll he's got Man United last game of the season. You know he'll love to they get want one over on them. Want to smash them. Yeah, he'll love to get one over on them. And yeah, decent. As a Villa fan, I worry worry playing against him. And Everton should definitely worry worry about him. Mm. Um, even though picks had been picks had been on form, so yeah, there you go. Palace, really good assets there. Everton, Josh, the team in just in everyone on everyone's lips at the moment for good and bad reasons. How do you feel about them? Brentford at yeah. home, Palace at home, good fixtures. Brentford for sure. The Palace one, you know, again, yeah. same argument we said before. Not a top six team, but you might as well consider them close to with how difficult they've been to play this year. Um, 
but yeah, the Brentford at home and they are a doubling team, Everton, and a team that have you know shown some grit recently. So uh, yeah, the assets for me, I think that jump out now. They're in a uh, like a back five or you know back three with the two wide attacking defenders like left and right. Mickey looks good. Like pointing him out since the change of shape, he is really getting forward on the left hand side in Mikalenko. Yeah. Um, and then apart from that, for me, it's only really Gordon and Richarlison. Uh, the other two to look at. So Richarlison hit massive, a great form recently. Um, definitely a shout up top. And then Gordon has just looked a threat all season for them. Yeah, Gordon. I was a bit disappointed. He, he actually he is looking a real threat, but he's not quite getting there returns wise, is he, Gordon? He's just so cheap that you you kind of just have to get him because he's that he's that good value, isn't he? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, returns wise, he's nothing special, but what it's kind of like what you expect from four point seven, isn't it? And it enables stuff elsewhere. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, you look at it is a risk, isn't it? Like, but I think you're not to try and make too much of a comparison, but for me, I think there's parallels to like Ramsey, for example, at Villa. Like, yeah, he's done it in some games. He's not Definitely. that consistent, but at his price, it's worth a punt, especially 100%. when they've got a double. But, and, yeah. but obviously, Ramsey's potentially injured to for Villa, so mm-hmm. but that's the comparison I have in my head. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and uh, obviously, Holgate got the goal, didn't he? He's really cheap, um, if you fancy, but I think if you're the other defenders we've mentioned, so Dina, Klein, Cash, Mikalenko, they're just better options than a Holgate, and they're they're cheap as well. So it's unlikely you'll need to make that crazy saving of four point two of Holgate at the back if you're free hitting or not. Really, um, those and four we've mentioned, I think, are the best picks again. Well, right, you know, yeah, don't be blinded by one goal. It's Holgate, he's, he's crap. He is actually <laughs> crap, isn't he? And same with Keane. I mean, yeah, they're going to be playing, but may as well get someone with some attacking threat to, to compensate that. Because um, I don't think Pickford will be keeping these clean sheets for long. He's getting absolutely peppered still. Yeah. Uh, as good as he has been. So, yeah, I actually think Pickford's probably the best goalie to have, though, while we're on there. We haven't really mentioned goalies yet. but uh, The doublers. I think so. I think so. What do you think? Gay, maybe gay, but he just got injured. So what happened there? Not gay, um, Guaita, sorry. Quite, yeah. Uh, Burnley, Pope's got tough fixtures. And then Villa, Martinez, I think is too expensive. So yeah, to shout. I, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not, I'm not like in love with the idea of bringing <laughs> Pickford, but I think out of the doublers, he's probably, if, if you've got, if the keeper's the position because of the way your team set up that you're going to make the change, then... If you're free hitting, isn't it? It's if you're free yeah. hitting. Yeah, like I've got Schmeichel and I'm not looking forward to that. No. <laughs> you know, I'm really not. So, yeah. So, yeah, there we go. There's Everton. Yeah, some amazing, isn't it? How you can, there can be bright sparks in terrible teams mm. and like a good team, like say Wolves, there's, we don't want any of their players. It's weird how it no. works. Uh, I feel like we've never talked about Wolves once in this whole year. It's just not exciting. They're it's just coldly efficient. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Samedo at the start. I don't know. But we, we just have not mentioned Wolves ever, have we? No, I feel like it's because they are a good team yeah. and their individuals, like their individual sparks, have either left the club or are not in form this year. They spread like, it around, don't they? Yeah. Like people would say Neves is one of their best players. He just never gets goals and assists. 
Unless they're bangers, yeah. But great in terms of real life football, just not yeah. FPL. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. Uh, so we got one more team, Leicester, Josh. So they're out of Europe. They're out of their little conference. And they're a weird one, aren't they, Leicester? What do you think so of Leicester? Weird. I mean, it's. I feel like we've, because they've been focusing so much on Europe up until this point, we've been in this kind of whirlwind of not really knowing who's going to play um, because of they being rested before or after one of the European games. And then yeah. now we find ourselves in a position where, okay, they don't have anything to play for, but what's Brendan going to do now? Is he just suddenly going to revert to the strongest team? I mean, you'd, you'd expect so, but you know, you've had other players which have come in in the Prem and maybe done all right. So it's like, is it going to be some kind of hybrid of that team? But you know, everyone's been kind of saying Maddy, you know, Dewsbury Hall, for example. Um, mm-hmm. and, and and then the strikers again, like you just can't speak with any certainty, can you? So it's just, it's, it's high risk. Uh, I see. It feels like Madison's got some kind of injury or something that he's been carrying, maybe. Who knows? But yeah, so I think that... It's just start and then bench, start benched. So. Yeah, Barnes, yeah. I mean, I, I love not having any of their outfield players. And I don't really like Amish Michael, but yeah, Dakari in that show, you don't know who's going to start there. Is Vard, Vardy was on the bench, so maybe he'll get some minutes, but it's just their season's done. And I think he was, Brendan was really going for that conference league, wasn't he? Yeah. And now that's done, they're probably just like, well, forget this year then. It's over. Because I don't think they can even make, there are so many European spots now, aren't there? They probably can make a spot, but. Where are they in the Prem? I'm just going to have a look. I couldn't, like that middle section of the Premier League, I just couldn't tell you who was in what order. Um, oh, they're down to 14th now, actually. They've been, they've been, they haven't won in five games. They've been awful, haven't they? I didn't know they were that far down. We're ahead of them. I didn't know that at all. We're in 11th and they're 14th. That is awful. Leicester are bad, actually, aren't they? They've had a shocker. So their season is well and they are two games in hand, to be fair. But I think their season, even if they win both of those, they'll still be 10th. So I think yeah. they're just done, aren't they? They're done. The, with the lack of a consistent team, is, I think, made a, and the injuries they've had this year has been killer for them. Yeah, oh, so, yeah, yeah. 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 Bottom line is avoid. Not, there isn't anyone we can strongly recommend, especially not over some of the other players we picked from the other doublers. So yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, Josh, it feels like we've really only recommend we've recommended Villa, Palace, and Everton, haven't we? Asset wise, mm-hmm. out of these five, avoid Burnley and Leicester. So, if you just go stick with the free hit theme, if you were building one, would you take three players from each of these teams, or would you? So that would be nine players, leaving you two from single game week teams, and you could pretty much afford anyone if you if you went with 3-3-3 three, three, three here because they're so cheap, would you do that and maybe go with a Salah and a Son or a KDB and a Son? Or would you actually put the brakes on a bit with that and get more single... Who are the single game because you think are, are must-haves? Is a better way well, of asking that. I think Son is someone that can hurt team. Like, if you don't own him, and I don't own him, he's just hurt me so much over the last six game weeks. Yeah. Um, and I think even in a game, you know, against Liverpool, he, he Spurs weren't not, we're not getting that many chances. They didn't have that many shots comparably, but 
they just were clinical. I mean, great pass from Sedesignon, but his finishing's and, outrageous. Isn't yeah, it, so? he's just fa- he finds his place himself in the right spot, or he does it all himself. So I think he, in terms of threat, he's probably. Um, I, I I did a little TikTok saying I think that Salah was the better for the double, and I could still be proven right, but I, I'm not expecting to be. I think some will end up with more points this week, um, and I think he is definitely the on form like kind of premium midfielder at the moment. So. If you're free hitting, I think you'd have to pick him, especially against Burnley. And then mm-hmm. apart from that, it does get tricky because I don't think I can hand on heart recommend Salah for this game week. Um, well, you wouldn't pick him in a free hit either? We, no, I don't think I would. I don't wow. think I would. And that's partly down to the FA Cup game. Mm. And we will get into that a little bit. But um, you'll, you should know, you pointed this out to me, Jack, actually, but you should know shouldn't you, who's played and how, how they've got on in terms of injuries or minutes played ahead of picking for the game week 37. But um, I just still don't think he's he's not on it at the moment. And you can save some money if you need to. If you're free hitting, free hitting, you might not need to, but he's just not on it. And we say with strikers, you go with form. We've said that throughout, mm-hmm. haven't we? It's proven to be true. I mean, like the, the tales of like King and stuff like that, we've got burnt with the, the stats that just never came to fruition with the points. I think, Take that approach now with Salah. I think he's just not doing it in terms of wow, returns. That's a big call, man. If you were so yeah, if you were not on a free hit, would you take Salah out? But like, are you gonna do Salah to Son? No, uh, don't run. If you're free hitting, I think it's you can can you can just compare them both in the call like a day. Like I've already got Salah, so I'd be burning a transfer to get over to Sun. Sure. And you know, you'd say they're still he's still pushing for the golden boot blah 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 they're playing Southampton etc 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 there's still lots of points to say pick him but I think if you're free hitting with a clean slate I wouldn't pick him interesting yeah I mean he's got I'm looking at his he's got Wolves and Southampton the the final two it's just that that question is will he play isn't it in the um in the FA Cup final so I guess we could quickly touch on that so the beauty of the deadline is that the FA Cup finals on the Saturday and the fixtures are on the Sunday so the deadline's after the FA Cup final so you could if he plays that whole game and maybe even extra time in there you could make that call of well maybe he'll be benched in the Prem especially as the Prem seems to be slipping away now from from Liverpool like if they don't get a win tonight at Villa it's game over and they're really for the prem. Yeah, I, I still think that he'll want to play and I still think that unless he's got a knock, he will play because he's going for the right. golden boot. Yeah. Um, and I think Klopp recognises that, doesn't he? Like the main man probably. going for the golden boot, he'll play as many minutes as possible. Yeah, and he probably, had his yeah. rest. He had his rest already. Um, yeah. But I, I, still, I still think he'll get minutes. But um, I think the bigger issue is that he's not returning. Yeah, I think tonight's a big one, isn't it, for him? I think if he returns tonight, that'll settle our minds a bit. Because he was going through a bit of a patch, wasn't he? And then he got two against Manu. Uh, and sort of, everyone was like, oh, it's okay, it's Salah, it's Salah, don't worry. But then he's dipped again a little bit since then. So, yeah, I'm just wait- I'm just thinking selfishly and weighing up if I get rid of him for a Zaha, for example, and then then upgrade a Pookie to, a, to an Ings or a Watkins because um, that would enable me to do that. Or do I um, get a defender in? Anyway, but yeah, it's uh, Salah is a bit of a conundrum now. I'm going to be watching with a keen, close eye tonight, for sure, yeah, if he plays. 
if he does play. But like you say, I think you made good points about the golden boot thing and Klopp wanting him to to do that. Push for um, a big time. Yeah. When's the Champions League final? Uh, good question. I think it's after the end of the Prem season, isn't it? I is believe it? it typically is. Is it now? So we shall double check. It's not God. It feels weird that we're coming to the end of the season now. It feels it just sneaks up on you and then suddenly it's there, isn't it? Um yeah, it is. So right. the Wolves game is the final game of the season for Liverpool on the 22nd of May and the Champions League final is on 28th. All right. So it's not like he'll need to be rested for that Wolves game in theory, is it? No, it's just this FA Cup which could get in the way of the Southampton game. Yeah. If it's yeah. selection. Interesting. Interesting. Good. Okay. So yeah, so Salas, we mentioned Salas son. Anyone else for this week you think actually I'd probably free hit them in? Um, we haven't mentioned City yet, but obviously City are City. Any, uh, they're playing West Ham away, so not the easiest game. What do you think no. of City? Um, I mean, they're good. Again, it's picking the right players, isn't it? And I think probably one of the standout, KDB always is a consideration for them. But Jesus has been pretty tasty for them in recent games. Again, yeah. it's just whether you know how many minutes he's going to get, but in the last six games for them, six goals, one assist. So, and then yeah. and out of all the players from the beginning of April, some teams have played seven, some teams have played six, so it skews it a little bit, but he's the highest of all the, you know, six. The only person ahead of him is Richarlison, who's played seven games. So he's pretty much the highest, you know, X, XG in that period. Mm. Um, a man on form. Yeah, weird one, G. I just, again, I just feel he could just be dropped at any time. Jesus. Yeah, big time. Like, it's just, I wouldn't feel comfortable having him. Um, I guess if you're free hitting, you can load your bench with other good players that, that you fancy. So if he does take the hit, then then you can get him in. But yeah, I mean, I was going to say, Mar- like, Mares obviously got rested fully in that last game. So if you're feeling really punty, if Mares gets a start, he often returns, doesn't he? But yeah. um, and then Cancelo, difficult. obviously, and Cancelo, yeah, Cancelo, he's just, yeah, he's he's good, isn't he? Yeah, I just wish he was just slightly better at finishing. Otherwise, he'd be like the best asset in the I game do. by far. Uh, but he is great. He is great. And, and then, what, I sorry, mean, one la- of course, sorry, Jack. One one last one is uh, Leandro Bossard. Of course, you have to bring him in. Killing it. Is that's are actually unreal at the moment. <laughs> Uh, is it four, four goals, two assists in the last six, and he's over two in both, like two point seven two for XG, two point one for XA. So what a player! He is ball. so good, Trossard. Like the skill he's got is outrageous, and he's got the output. He's like, you know, he's like a good Tadic who has skill but also can put the ball where he needs to. Like he's he's class, I think. Yeah, there's a reason he plays for Belgium, isn't it? Exactly. Uh, and Brighton are just, yeah, Brighton are good. And they've got, yeah, Leeds look woeful against Arsenal in that first half. So, yeah, I mean, Leeds will be fighting for their life, won't they, in that home game against Brighton. And Brighton, in theory, should be on the beach, even though they've been killing it against uh, against teams. So, yeah, he's not a bad pick, Trossard. You're right. You are very right. And then we, have, we, we said maybe our, this could be our first ever mention of Wolves, but they've got Norwich at home. Norwich are completely cooked. Um, it's just you were kind of right. Who do you pick in that Wolves team? 
Fabio Silva's just rubbish. So I'm not sure there's anyone. It's not worth going there, is it? It's not, is it? Great fixture, but we keep on saying for strikers, and this is from your research from the summer as well, everything says with with attacking players, go form over fixtures. So it just doesn't matter that they're playing Norwich. Maybe bring a defender in for the clean sheet because that's that's where fixtures come in better. But yeah, Yeah. look at their strikers. Very true, man. Very true. Okay. Well, there you have it. I think the I think we there aren't many. So there aren't many like massively standout single game week players. I don't think it's fair to say Son being. The, I think Son is the standout. Um, and then I think going with Kane with Son against Burnley is not the worst shout either. Uh, I don't think KDB is the worst shout. And I I I don't hate the Salah shout if you because you'll have the budget for him. It's just um, yeah keep. See how he does tonight. See how he does tonight. Yeah. I mean, and if you're chasing rank as well, worth saying at this point in the season, take some risks. I mean, the one thing I have noticed looking at all the stats and looking at the table of XG is there's some, it's not premiums. It's not packed for premiums since April. Like from the top down, Richarlison, Jesus, Nketiah, Welbeck, Zaha, Werner, Cornet, (laughs) Bruno Guimaraes, Ronaldo and Tony. I mean, Bruno. You would not call that for the top XG players in the last six, seven games. So No, it's mad, isn't it? There'll be some great punts in that last game, yeah. I think. But it's just I'm just definitely exactly. gonna go for a wild punt, I think. <laughs> um just that's been it's been helping me out, the punty, the punty side. I've yeah, gotten very lucky in that Salah's form has dipped since I've started being punty. Because if he just carried on his amazing form, I would have been just toast because everyone everyone captained him. There have been so many weeks where he was the captain. And I just took the risk and went with some random dude and it, it paid off. Um, mainly Son, to be fair. But yeah, good. Uh, I think Was that it, Josh? Was that the agenda? It's just our plan. So like in summary, plans. what are you actually doing? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Project. How could I miss our plans? How could <laughs> I miss our plans? Well, yeah. I mean, I've touched on it. It's, I'm definitely bringing Zaha in, probably for the captaincy. If I choose to keep Salah, it will probably be Zaha for Coutinho, sad to say. And it just feels so horrible taking out a doubler. But I just view Coutinho as a singular, as I said. So it'll probably be Zaha for Coutinho and then a James or an Alonso to um, to either Dina or uh, Klein at Palace. Um, but if I, if I feel bullshit... I might go Salah to Zaha and then upgrade Pookie to an Ings or an Ollie Watkins. So that'll be the, that's the kind of hinge that I'm on really. Uh, and that'll keep Coutinho. So unsure, Josh, unsure. What are you feeling? Yeah, all good options. Uh, me, yeah, Probably the two players that I would think about getting out are Pookie and Mount. Pookie's so, been a massive disappointment, isn't he? Yeah, him, him. Uh, so, so the uh, so the the obvious move there is Mount to Zaha, mm-hmm. um, because like you said, the double he's on form, um, and even the game week thirty eight United shout fixture I think isn't terrible for them. In fact, like you said, he will want to do well. So, yeah quite simple and Pookie I don't really know who I'd want to go directly from him from you know where to go from from that 
with that money. So Mount to, to Zaha and just bench Pookie, I think is where I'm at. Bench him, yeah. Mount to Zaha is a, to me, that's don't even overthink that. It's a gimme. Just yeah. do it, man. <laughs> just do it. And then are you still, would you be looking to somehow get Son in for the last game week or are you just going to pray, close your eyes and pray with Son now? No, I think Son is that ship has sailed long ago. Right. I can't, it'd be, it's too late for me to try and move my team around to, oh, to do that. Man. So, here's hoping. God, they got Burnley and Norwich as well the last two games. That I, is... know. Oh. I know. So we'll see. Maybe I'll change my tune. But um, Yeah, with a Sal- if Salah gets injured or something, or you, that opens up the whole game, doesn't it, to, to everyone? That's the only move I make. Because for me, it is literally you know, Salah and Son are going to be fighting out for the Golden Boot. I think mm. they're both probably bang. I think they'll both at least score one in the last games to come. Um, it would be nice to have both of them, but just can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. What would you do in my shoes with that, with my options there? So Coutinho out for Zaha or Salah out for Zaha? Um, Considering Coutinho was benched, you don't really know how much he's going to play. It's true. I mean, that's the, that's the shout there because it's not that we dislike Salah. I just think that he suddenly slipped out of like the top tier, God tier level of mm. asset. Um, and he's, he, he's worth so much that you can, you can do a lot with that, that, that money. It's, he's not terrible at all. I think he's, yeah. he's like losing stock and, and son's gaining stock. So they've kind of found themselves almost, well, I wouldn't say level because son's form at the moment is incredible. Yeah. I know but you're saying. Coutinho, I, I don't think there's many reasons to, to keep hold of him. I, yeah. Say, again, I'll keep an eye on tonight. If he gets benched again tonight, then that's just Ooh. tells me he's, he's out of favor in favor of Buendia. Yeah. But if he plays and, performs and it's a, a tricky call but yeah very good all right josh well it's a good job we're not going tonight because it's villa liverpool and we'll we'd be arguing so exactly yeah are you going to be watching it uh yeah yeah if the little little baby manages to keep quiet and uh let you watch hopefully he does we'll get him in the liverpool strip and on, uh, yeah very good uh great well that's the part i think that is the part um, yeah, nothing more to say. Obviously, check out TikToks. We're still giving more advice as things change, like injury news comes out or conferences and stuff. So check it out for more up-to-date stuff. Um, and like a subscribe as always, I guess, Jack. Yes, indeed, Josh. Yeah, like subscribe. Really helps. Follow us on stuff. Yeah, keep Cheers. keep that engagement up. Great, love it. All right, thanks, Josh. Speak thanks, soon. Jack. Cheers, guys. Bye.